Hi everyone. Today I would like to talk about education and our young children from African descent or African African families or Afro-Caribbean families. Dear parents, I'd like to tell each African woman or woman of African descent that we are the one failing our children in school. You might look at me and say, what do you mean? Well, I know nobody wants to admit it. Why should you? It's embarrassing. Remember when you were at school, the cultural identity transfusion you went through. You were meant to believe that you were English first, French first, Belgian first, and African or Caribbean last. So, when school closed indefinitely on March 20, that was the opportunity for me to truly look at our relationship with our kids' school. Being at home with my son has reminded me, and it should have maybe reminded all of us, what we've known for years. The role of education is to prepare young people for all the challenges they will face in life. It might be academic, emotional, and practical. But we as parents, sometimes when we send our children to school, the school becomes like a kindergarten. You know, like I know it's not, not every parent, um, feels like that but I've seen the most of parents that I've seen from African families or Afro-Caribbean families or families of African descent they lost the purpose of why they were sending their children to school because they might not see themselves because they went through that what I call the cultural identity transfusion. So a generation have passed and things have moved on. It's been difficult for our family or our parent to reconnect with who they were originally. Um, it's been very difficult for them to look back and see that whatever is happening in our school with our children at the moment, we need to take responsibility. If I talk about myself, um, I realized during the pandemic that um, education should be one that is designed to promote promote the most rational use of material and social resources. But when our children um, go to school, they teach them the basic because yes, that's not, you know, they, they have like, they will have like the English 
education system or the French education system, the Belgium education system, which of course will foremost talk about what they have done and not really talk about, um, not really talk about the African man or the Afro-Caribbean man um, experience. You know, the education curriculum is not meant to promote our culture, which is which is understandable because, I mean, some people are in the UK, some of us are in France, some of us are, you know, in America, some of us are in Belgium. But what do parents need to do? So it's up to the parents now to take heed and start teaching at home their own children about where they come from, why life is the way it is, but teach them through facts, research facts and bring it on the table so they can actually discuss with the children. For example, during the pandemic, uh, we talked, it was an opportunity for me to talk about distinctive classification of race, you know. For a little child, it was even difficult for him to understand because he kept on saying, Mom, but they told us at school that, and they showed us on TV that uh, the first man was black. So when we keep that when we keep in mind that the entire race, human race, are descendant of African. So for a little child, it's difficult for him to understand when he goes to school, um, when he's being judged by his color or by his race with some of his friends, because we know that in some of the state school, um, it can be rough for our children. It can be rough for them because not because it's not just the teacher's fault because the teachers are following a curriculum that they have. But for those of us in the know, we know that the educational system in a state school can be ravaging for a young, for a child from, from African family, African descent or even Afro-Caribbean kids. So what I did was what I did was I had to recognize and take responsibility for immersing my child and other parents have to take their responsibility uh, for immersing their children into such a hostile environment you know especially in the UK state school because when you go to a state school unless you are prepared it's not guaranteed that you will come out of your primary school or out of your secondary school well adjusted and balanced because children start learning um, about life start learning about themselves but they only have um, one side of the story because of the teachers you know the curriculum that they have under 
and uh, I had incidents where sometime in school um, they had to do plays and they had to look for slave or laborer and I remember some of the black kids um, wanted you know the teachers were saying oh you play this and I categorically refused because I had to sit down with with one of the head teachers and I had to tell them that where we come from we also have our societies we have our rules and we have our um, code and we have ways of doing things and that from the family that we came from we don't come from um, families who are under uh, anybody else that we I, I, I had to help the head teacher understand that in Africa we have high low class and you know we have societies that are we might not mirror this the same as here but we also have our, our lifestyle we also have our way of living so I I had a really open and frank discussion with the head teacher and then in the end she understood where I came from because I said to her that if you condition a child to make him believe that he's a slave or, or he has to be the laborer, how much more will that child gain in confidence? You know, what will he do to the child's subconscious when he grows up? So, um, so for me, the pandemic was a great opportunity um, to really look at the educational system and I designed a way like courses uh, with my son to give him as a young person from African descent, give him confidence and pride as a member of the African society just by just by us reading books and looking at ways that said that, you know, the first man came from the first man was an African man and we looked at the, the, the our continent, we looked at our literature, what has been achieved, what has been done. Um, I told them, uh, we, 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 we spent time on courses also, although, you know, his school kept academic teaching online, but I also spent a lot of time on courses with him, such as budgeting, we looked at African history, agriculture, negotiation skill and healthy living i believe that he he now has tools um on how to create wealth you know because we we looked at uh, courses on how to create wealth that can be held within our family and i and we also looked at ways for him how to 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 rid himself of debt because i believe that this would instill a sense of independence and not deference towards all that is capitalism and all this mental confusion happening nowadays with our youth. So um, he told me, he said, oh, mom, um, you know, at primary school, we were taught about racism. So what I did uh, during the pandemic and with all these Black Lives Matter things, and I had the opportunity to discuss with him about race um race racial prejudice racism uh racist and uh, racial abuse and institutional racism we 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 tackle this word and phrase that are thrown around um such th- 
thrown around to kids at such young age so much that often um, these words are used without a full understanding of exactly um, what they are and I also um, consequently I spoke to him and um, we were looking at um, we were looking at how he could how to better equip him to go and face the challenges because I mean now he's in secondary school so he's gonna be meeting other challenges is you know he's gonna be in another class and you know what's happening with the hostile environment at the moment with the covid and the social distancing and for some people it has become social division i tried to equip him um with a knowledge a knowledge of self because I really believe that to send a child in a hostile environment without the culture, the cultural safety net of knowledge of self, um, this will be a, a, it will really be negligence, you know, from us as parents. Um, so really, the period of, of of this COVID has enabled me to to re-adjust um, the relationship between myself um, young people my child and um, I also I'm confident that you know I'm really confident that he would navigate easily in life with knowing the truth and I also told him for example that um, now that you are going to a bigger class you know you, you may not have the same friends that you had in the same class because due to COVID you know normally they used to change class to go from lesson to lesson but now they don't do that they're just staying in one class with different uh, children some that he knew and new one that he doesn't know so I said to him this is again another new challenge for you so I said to him, different people traditionally have different ways of dealing with unfamiliar cultures and group. So I said to him, because you are from African descent and, uh, you know, and also we have some Caribbean, so also Afro-Caribbean child. So I said to him, listen, African are generally very welcoming. So if you go to school you know, you might be very welcoming because by nature, this is who we are. We're very welcoming with people and everything, but we've learned uh, with the hostile environment and with the people that we met that um, sometimes being open can be seen as, as a weakness. But I said to him that it's, it's not a weakness, but what it means is just like you just have to, you just have to tread a bit carefully. So I said to him, he said to me, oh mom, how come I have a Japanese and a and a Chinese friend in my school and all this, but it was a bit hard at the beginning. So I said to him, yeah, because Japanese and Chinese are generally very guarded people. Like in the culture, they, they, they have to get to know you to, 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 um, to, to open up. And, you know, and I said, for example, for the, but the English tradition suggests that when exploring new land and encountering the resident, the common reaction is not to build relationship it's not to build relationship or keep them at arm length. 
but you know rather to conquer and completely obliterate the population i said this is what uh history says um about the english culture because it's it's i read it from a i read it from a history book and everything so i said to him when you encounter people who are trying to 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 obliterate you or um conquer you or completely you know like completely uh change you for you to fit what they understand of what the understanding of standard is i say no you don't do that because because you have the cultural safety net to that you can always bounce off from so you know that yes um i am an african or afro-caribbean child there's nothing wrong with me so when you go to school and a teacher or, or a student because luckily it's got very good teachers but that's because i'm very involved in the school but i said that if a teacher or or another child was to say something um derogatory to you i said to him well you have to remember um that sentence that came from um steve job um, the guy that created Apple because he says do not allow do not let the noise of others opinion drown out your own inner voice so I said to him you know people might if, if you came across a teacher that might do a flippin they might say a flippin remarks they don't mean it but they, it comes out because uh, for some people it's just in them to not see um, uh, cultural differences with other people. So I said to him, what do you do? He said, mom, but what do I do? I said, well, I said, well, never ever accept the prejudiced mind of someone else. You don't have to accept what they're saying. You know, somebody will be prejudiced, they will say something to you, but I said that, do not accept it. This is, it says more about them than it says to you. Do not allow yourself to be poisoned by the prejudice of another person, which means that their opinion do not identify with it i'm not saying you know i'm not saying that here i'm condemning uh other people's opinion or saying that other people's opinion don't count no that's their opinion but what i'm saying to a young child from african descent or or afro-caribbean to not allow themselves to be poisoned by the prejudice of another person it can even be from a it can be from a child or somebody even from from our own culture our own community some somebody will say oh you're not good enough or or you are too tall or you are too slim or you are too big or you are too this i said well it's them yes they're saying it do not accept it that's their mind 
Do not allow yourself to be poisoned by this. The reason why I did I made this podcast is because the children they spend a lot of time at school, then they stay at home. So I thought that it was very important for me to come and explore and um, help uh, young children, especially in secondary school, to be navigating about life and to help them keep. A mindset that is of victory of self-confidence and you know and pride because for children it is important that they feel a sense of pride in who they are a sense of pride in what they do and it's okay not to to agree with everybody that's that's okay too but um, it's very important um, that they do not uh, carry, you know, a state of experience and a body of belief that is not theirs, because with this pandemic, there's a it's there's a growing worry about young people for their mental health and their uh, the stability. It's not easy, but if we keep looking into ourselves and we keep challenging barriers within ourselves first and uh, we will be able to transmit that confidence that knowledge and that feel good factor so whenever he comes back from school i always say to him how are you feeling today and he said oh i'm feeling good i'm feeling proud i'm feeling this i never said to him how are you because how are you to a child it's just a, a a vague question it doesn't really touch uh deep down uh because but when i ask him how are you feeling so he would tell me how we felt during the day we 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 would do a roundup of what happened in school and we talk about it and um yeah and i think tomorrow is another day i just hope that you Uh, Enjoy this experience and uh, let me know what you think.